What's up, good people? Thank you for taking the time and listening to the M-W Tactical Podcast. Please, go visit the M-W Tactical store at www.m-wtactical.com forward slash store and help support our efforts by purchasing a shirt or two. If you haven't done so, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for M-W Tactical. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the M-W Tactical Podcast. And first of all, I want to say thank you for taking the time to coming in and listening to everything that is going on within my world of shooting. I do thank you and I do appreciate it. So let's dive into the show. We're going to go ahead and do an interview with Brittany, who is a competition shooter out of Columbia, South Carolina, and who just happened to go through the RO class that was given in Charleston, South Carolina a few weeks ago. Let's hear what drives her to continue within the sport and making the matches she's a part of even better for everyone else. This show, we're going to go ahead and bring Tank Washington in to do some co-host work on the M-W Tactical Podcast. And here are some of the other projects he is working on as well. Something interesting he has in um, the pot he's stirring up. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and watch him develop as co-host on the M-W Tactical Podcast. I want to go ahead and let everyone know about my journey from my last match at CSRA. It wasn't a bad match. I did have fun. This is one of the matches I often have fun at because I like to run and gun. And this is one of those stages that kind of pushes the boundaries to running and gunning, but at the same time forces you to think and be competent in your decisions. So the results came out. Out of 40 people who signed up for the match, I was 12th overall amongst all divisions, 12th overall. In the limited division, I was 7th out of 26. No complaints. I was happy about that. And in the class that I shoot, C-class shooters, I was first out of five. So um, no complaints. Um, I felt like if I didn't have some of the issues I was having with my magazines, I probably would have done probably one or two spots better, you know. So um, I was having spring issues last week, if you remember. I ended up replacing the springs because I had the springs on order. Springs came in. I changed them out, went to the match, ready for action. And I had a malfunction on every stage but two. After understanding that these malfunctions was taking place, I then realized I had to retune my magazines. So, of course, I went ahead and um, talked to the mad scientist um, out of Augusta, Georgia, who helped me in the process of understanding what I had to do. Sent me some videos, told me some stuff I needed to get. Got all the necessary parts, and I want to give a big shout out to my man, John E., who gave me a bench rest that I needed to make this tuning process even better. You know, so it made it a lot easier, but better on my on my part, whereas I could have just went in and did what I had to do. So got the magazines retuned, and 
Now, ready for the next match. But you got to hear about the next match the next week. And I decided to bring my homeboy, Tank Washington, in to be the co-host for the M-W Tactical Podcast. Hey, Tank, how's it going for you, man? Going good. Glad to be here, brother. Yeah, that's it right there. Before we even begin, tell the people how they can reach out and follow you on social media because you do make some interesting videos on your channel. So let's talk about that a little bit. On YouTube, you can find me at the What's Up Tank Washington channel. Um, I make firearms-related videos, whether it be training, reviews, uh, competition, whatever I'm doing at that particular time. Um, on Instagram, you can find me at the Specialist 69 and it's pretty much the same thing, firearms related stuff, photos, videos, and similar stuff. All right. So for those of you who don't know, I met um, Tank Washington a couple years ago, and it was back when I first started doing the podcast. He was listening to me on the Black Man with the Gun podcast, met him, and um, we hit it off instantly the first day. And communication has been ongoing ever since. So at first, it started out being um, every other day for about, what, six, seven months? You did something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we broke it down to like twice a week, and now it's like, it's just a, a constant communication. So, um, but the whole time I met him, ever since he told me that he wanted to get into the, the social media aspect of the gun community, I've always told him to do it, but I never told him which way to go because what I see and what you want could be two different things. And of course, if you don't want it or if you don't like it, it won't be good. So, you know, you have to figure it out yourself. And I'm glad that you actually took that step to actually go the video route. I didn't know what to expect at first. Um, actually, to be honest, I made my first video about four years ago, if memory serves correct. But at that particular time, I wasn't really interested in the whole aspect of being out there in the world of social media. It's just some information that I got know of that I just wanted to share. And that's what I did. And then after talking to you, I thought about it. I'm like, okay, well, how would I go about doing this? What do I want to do? And from that, I just dove back in and been going ever since. And that's what it is, man. Um, for me, I think what it is, when I was in the Army and early in my career, I found the knack that I love to instruct. I never wanted to become a teacher because on my mom's side of the family, um, a lot of the females are teachers, right? And of course, you know, dealing with various styles of depending on who I was talking to, which aunt, you know what I'm saying? I took a little bit from them, a little bit from what I know in the military to come up with my own style. But I really do enjoy instructing people. And part of that, you know, being on social media and doing videos and all, I think a lot of that is, is your communication to get your point across. Right. So, um, over, overall, like I said, I enjoy it, but I'm just glad that you dove into it and you're enjoying it as well. Well, coming from a place of no military background whatsoever, <laughs> on the civilian side of things, being that I know there are 
thousands and thousands of instructors out there. And even with that, they're still not going to reach everybody. So if I can fill in a small little gap somewhere, I one day too would like to be an instructor. Oh, it'll happen if you want it. It'll happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, speaking of that, I'm in the midst of coming up with an um, instructor's training course for mm -hmm. anybody who wants to become an instructor or wants to do anything social media related. You know, I'm, I'm thinking of putting on an instructor's course for that and I'm probably only doing it twice a year Okay. You know, um, because of I'm pretty busy doing everything else gun related, you know, competition, right. <laughs> you know, also dealing with the little assistant. So, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm thinking of that, you know, twice a year and I might kick it off around the March, April timeframe, you know, so, so just something, like I said, if I go, we'll go ahead and put it out right now. So if anybody out there is interested in becoming an instructor of any such, or want to become a personality on within the gun community on social media, contact me and, um, and we'll talk about it and figure out the dates we're going to go ahead and get this going you know sounds good to me yeah so um what else is um tank washington have going on outside of the youtube channel and what was that again it's uh what's up tank washington okay so go to youtube and check out what's up tank washington but the previous question what else tank washington got going on with his youtube channel um, working on a video, I just covered the Guardian Long Range, their first ever two-man competition, um, Long Range Sniper. A uh, lot of fun, lots and lots of fun. It was zombie-themed, and uh, we held the competition at, well, they held the competition at a decommissioned nuclear decontamination facility, which is now the Government Training Institute in Barnwell, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I love about the Guardian Legion is that they are a competition league, but they're also a charity. All proceeds from the events that they put on go towards charity. They like to focus on families and orphans, but they also disperse their funds to other charities as needed as well. Okay. So... How did you link up with this um, sniper competition and made it a video out of it? Well, I happened to come across a previous competition called the Snipers Unknown Challenge. And through the different connections that I made with that group, this is what led me to find Guardian. Now, Guardian has been around for a while now, but this particular time in the state of South Carolina, this was their first time doing a two-man competition. Hmm, okay. Because I remember the first time you had told me you was going to the sniper competition, and I was, like, mm -hmm. all ecstatic and happy for you. Like, <laughs> he was actually going to shoot, and I was like, what, is Mike even ready for this? Like, wow, he just dove into it. So I was all happy for you, but then you were like, now nah, I'm just going to watch. And right. Then, um... then the music hit. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> and I'm like, hold on now, Mike. Um, you know, it was a sniper competition you're not going to see the sniper shoot. <laughs> All you're going to hear is... Right, right. I did not know, you know what to expect. Yeah, I was like, Mike, that's going to be very boring, man. But like I told you, use your imagination and get the content how you envision it so everybody else can look at it through your eyes. 
Right. And that's one thing I was definitely blessed to be able to do. When I went out with the guys from Snipers Unknown, um, in my mind, I was just going to just talk to a few people that were holding the competition because I really didn't expect to actually get out there and see the shooters. But they actually took me like right in the thick of all the action. And they put me where I could see everything, gave me great position to get the footage that I needed to display what they're doing to the world. Hey, that's what it is, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm actually proud of you for tackling that. Because, you know, by me going through sniper training and everything, of course, my objective view will be something totally different than your view will be from never doing that type of training before. Right. Yeah. And one of the key things that Snipers Unknown touched on, their competition, just like the Guardian, it's open to everybody. It doesn't matter if you are full-time military special forces or you're Farmer John Brown that's got a rifle and you want to test your metal against the professionals. They will give you an opportunity and a platform to do it. It doesn't matter if you're young. It doesn't matter if you're old. It doesn't matter if you're a man, woman. If you've got equipment and you can get out there and do it, all are welcome. Oh, man, that's awesome. So how often do they do it, the one that you just did, that competition? Um, this one was the first, so I'm not sure when the next one's going to be, but throughout the year, they have several other things that they put on, and I'll have to get back to you with more details on that. Okay, so um, when will this video be up that you did? Hopefully by the end of the week. Okay, so basically around the 6th or 7th of December? That's what I'm aiming for, yeah. Okay, that'll work. That'll work. All right. So once again, go check out uh, Tank Washington and um, stay tuned because we're going to go ahead and dive into the rest of the show with more information, talking a little bit of word on the streets. And um, we're going to go ahead and do a, a wrap up of my last competition match and hear how that went. But um, thanks again, Tank. And then we'll have you on again next week. And we're going to talk about some self-defense training that you want to dive into. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, so stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Woodland from m-wtactical.com and co-host of the Black Man with a Gun podcast. We are reaching out to ask everyone that is in earshot to help us raise money to put four law enforcement officers in jiu-jitsu training for a year. We are looking to raise the money two ways. First, if you live in the state of South Carolina and want to get your concealed weapons permit, the instructor fee will go towards the campaign. The second way is you can donate $50 to GoFundMe.com forward slash LEO training. The goal is to raise $4,000. Again, we are looking to get 80 people to help contribute $50 to put four law enforcement officers through jiu-jitsu training for a year. This act will be presented in the name of the 2A community. Now we're going to go ahead and jump into a little bit of word on the 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 sign up for your local USPSA matches this weekend. If you are in the South Carolina area, registration is open for those who are interested in doing some USPSA action in Charleston, South Carolina. 
sign up on Practice Score and look up PGC or search for Palmetto Gun Club and hop on a squad while space is still available. If you would like for me and the crew to come out and shoot a USPSA match with you, email us at info at m-wtactical.com and let's plan it out. We have some USPSA action going on in the Myrtle Beach, South Carolina area called Battle at the Beach. Registration is open for this level two match and ready to see if you can tame the Battle at the Beach starting on 23rd April of 2020. This USPSA match was a lot of fun last year and sure the challenging stages will make it more fun for 2020. Visit www.lowcountryuspsa.com for more information. Our GoFundMe campaign, which you can go visit at gofundme.com forward slash LEO training. As of Monday to December 2019, we will be going to the gym to pay for the enrollment of Officer Hughes, who was the first officer of our second campaign to do the jiu-jitsu training for a year. I know she's excited and we will be getting her on the show to express why she wanted to do this training and what it means to her. NOC's Teach and Learn event, Kevin Dixie is hosting his second annual Teach and Learn event. It's a three-day event taking place on Memorial Day weekend, 22 through 24 May in Lettington, Missouri, for those who are looking to become more involved in the shooting industry in some way. For those interested, you can sign up by going to eventbrite.com and searching for NOC Second Annual Train and Learn Event. We are bringing Steve Anderson from andersonshooting.com to Columbia, South Carolina, 9 through 10 April of 2020. This class will be taking place on a Thursday and Friday. Then that Saturday, 11 April, there is a USPSA match at the same range the course will be taking place. You can get coached by Steve Anderson himself that day on 11 April. Stay tuned for more information to come. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Woodland from m-wtactical.com and co-host of the Black Man with a Gun podcast. We are reaching out to ask everyone that is in earshot to help us raise money to put four law enforcement officers in jiu-jitsu training for a year. We are looking to raise the money two ways. First, if you live in the state of South Carolina and want to get your concealed weapons permit, the instructor fee will go towards the campaign. The second way is you can donate $50 to gofundme.com forward slash LEO training. The goal is to raise $4,000. Again, we are looking to get 80 people to help contribute $50 to put four law enforcement officers through jiu-jitsu training for a year. This act will be presented in the name of the 2A community. The gun cleaners. Our solvent is I think second to none. Our lube is second to none. Their lube's heavier than water, which is just a huge thing. People don't really put a lot of thought into that, just how huge that is to have on your gun, especially with concealed carry. The gun cleaners. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, you're going to sweat a lot of the other lubes off. With ours, it'll stay there. The gun cleaners. And maintaining the quality of the process, the quality of the end result, 
is another, and you guys are able to do both with the process that you have there. Order your supply of the lube and the solvent at www.theguncleaners.com. Now let's go ahead and jump back into my venture into the sport of competition shooting. Where are we at, what we're doing, what needs to be done. This week, we're going to have a conversation with Brittany, who is a teacher in South Carolina and participates in competition shooting within the USPSA. Why did she decide to do it? Why does she put so much effort into making the match better? Only she can answer that. So let's hear what Brittany has to say. Check out this conversation with Brittany. All right. So today on the M-W Tactical Podcast, we got Brittany Fraunhofer. Did I say that correct? You did. Okay, cool, cool. And um, she is someone who I took notice while shooting USPSA that shoots PCC, but she's also very active in doing hands-on everything that goes on on the range. Um, So I just want to get a quick conversation with her so we can actually see and hear it from somebody else's perspective of what it takes to keep the sport of competition shooting going. How are you doing today, Brittany? Good. How are you? I'm doing great, you know. With this yo-yo weather, uh, not so good. But other than that, I'm doing great. It's nice out today, nice and warm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so starting off the interview, I would like for you to tell everybody who Brittany is. Sure. Um, Brittany grew up in uh, Connecticut. I moved down here after college. Um, I teach middle school, moved down here for work. Um, I've always been very outdoorsy, like to hike, like to backpack and camp and that kind of stuff. Was never really big into guns or shooting. Um, Had gone shooting a couple times with my uncle. They had property in Pennsylvania. You know, we would shoot his 22 rifle like at cans and stuff when we were kids. Um, But never really was big into it. And um, my boyfriend actually got me into it a couple months ago. And so that's how I came to find USPSA, but otherwise I um, fairly athletic. I played hockey, uh, ice hockey in college. I play now as an adult still, so I like to stay busy. Oh, wow. Okay, so now that you said your boyfriend, who is Seth, um, he got you into shooting. So what drew what drew you into competition shooting? What's your driving force to do it all the time? Yeah, um, I've always been a very competitive person. I know that knowing me, you do not find that hard to believe. <laughs> and um, when he first decided to go out to USPSA, um, I figured, you know, I would go watch and see what it was all about. And the first match, I was like, man, there's just like a lot of sitting around in between people because I didn't know anybody else and I was like man there's there's a lot of stuff but he encouraged me to come back and once I started to get more involved and I realized that there was more to it I was curious about it but still really hesitant I was afraid somebody without a lot of shooting background that I was going to look like an idiot and that I wasn't going to know what I was doing and then MCRC hosted a day uh, learn to you know, get to know USPSA kind of class thing, mostly for wives and girlfriends, I think. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I went to encourage me to go to that. 
And I said, why not? And went to that. And once I tried it, I thought that it was really kind of cool and I enjoyed it. I liked the aspect of, yes, you're competing with other people, but you're also just competing with yourself and improving your skill. I felt a lot more comfortable with the guns that we have in the house with me being like handling them more. Um, and then he built a custom PCC for me. So that was, <laughs> that was incentive. And, uh, and I've been shooting that ever since. So it's been six, seven months now. No. Oh, wow. Okay. So why PCC and not a handgun? Um, I love a PCC. The, when I did the class, I did the handgun and I really liked it, but I definitely felt more unsure of myself. And then once, so technically he built the PCC for himself, not for me, but I, I call it my gun. So you and, ganked it. You, you jacked him for his <laughs> rifle. <laughs> um, and so he, I wanted to try it. And so I, I think I tried it on a stage at one match and, um, or no, you know what? It was that I didn't have a holster. Like I didn't have a whole setup. And so I was like, well, I'll just shoot the PCC until I decide kind of what setup I want. And then I shot that first match. Um, PCC and I was like oh no this is fun like oh, nice. yeah I just enjoyed the rifle aspect of it and I know people are gonna say you're bringing a rifle to a pistol game um, but I think that it really has helped me feel more comfortable with all types of shooting and um, I've I've toyed with the idea of maybe doing some pistol shooting these upcoming matches and getting getting into a different getting a different classification under my belt so we'll see yeah I'm I'm thinking probably sometime next year or maybe the year after I might dive into PCC a little bit. Um, but of course, you know, you got to get the equipment of course. And um, I don't have a, a PCC at all, but um, I do have a connection that can help me get one, but I never spoke on it other than saying I wanted to do it a few times, but I might make that dive here shortly. It's fun. It's a fun game when you, oh. when you got unlimited, uh, unlimited rounds in your bag. <laughs> Trust me. The, no reloads. Hey, the, the training that we used to do in the military, like a little course we used to run, it was set up pretty much the same way. Um, so doing five, five, six like that, and then turn around doing it for nine millimeter cartridge, I mean, pistols, um, mm -hmm. I know it could be just as much fun. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing I'm scared of is if I do it. You gonna like have, it too much. I would have too much fun with it because <laughs> it would bring back a lot of memories and the drive and all that good stuff. So that's where I'm kind of like, okay, hesitant about diving into it or not. All right. So a few weeks ago, we took the RO class. Okay. So this right here is what I've always noticed. Um, out at Mid Carolina, you're always there to help set up, right? You're always um, directing people both during setup and takedown. You're not scared to get your hands dirty. So you always take charge in doing stuff like that. Now you took the RO class. And how does that feel to be under your belt with everything I just said that I've seen about you? Yeah, for me, it was really the decision to take the RO class was honestly because I felt like it would be a good chance to really dive into the rules. You know, I know the rules as far as what, you know, what I've come across in my own experience, but I hadn't really dove into them. 
And I thought it would be a good experience to do that and give me an opportunity to help not just at MCRC, but also at other matches and just get more experience really. Um, it didn't feel a whole lot different until I, I ROed my first officially ROed mm-hmm. my first match mm-hmm. and um, saw a little bit of everything and being the person that is, you know, quote unquote in charge, I was kind of like, Oh gosh, they're looking at me for an answer. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm looking around going like, okay, wait, who's in charge? <laughs> um, so it was good. It was uh it was definitely an experience that first match. I learned a lot already just from one match. So I'm looking forward to continuing to build that. But everybody in the sport is great, even people who don't necessarily have RO certification under their belt, but are far more experienced competitors or used to be an RO and aren't current, currently certified. Everybody's been wonderful. Everybody wants to, to share their experience and their knowledge and teach you and help you learn and some in a friendlier way than others. Hey, <laughs> but, that's true. You know, everybody's been great. Yeah. You get, yeah. you get that in any, any sport. So if, if you really want to dive into it a little bit more, I would actually say squat up with um, Jenny Cook. I'm not certain if you know her or not, but I don't know um, well, you you'll see you've seen her plenty of times before. But um, I'll introduce you to the next time we're in the same area. But Jenny was one that was um, on top of me for understanding the rules because you know I went to her and said um, like, "Hey, why is this? Why is that?" Well, teach me the rules. So she started doing it, and then it was um. Like a week later, she was like, hey, you know, they got an RO class in Myrtle Beach. Signed up for it. And then I did it. And ever since then, you know, every now and then she'll try to hit me with a trick question, you know, just, to, you know, to quiz me and everything. But um, she's really toes. good with um, helping you understand the rules and everything. Um, there's a lot of people that help me. And, um, of course, you know, Miss Linda, she's another um, resource as well. Super knowledgeable. Yes. All right. So now with everything you got under your belt, right, um, you're actually understanding the behind the scenes to what it takes to keep a match going. Where do you see yourself five years from now within the sport of USPSA or competition shooting as a whole? Good question. I would like to continue. Um, I think five years from now, hopefully I will have branched out and shot some other divisions as well. And, you know, not just to try them out, to, to be competitive in areas other than PCC. Um, and I really am excited now that I have the RO certification and I can start playing around with designing some stages. And, mm-hmm. you know, now that I kind of know more about what goes into that, I'm really excited to try that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and just hoping to bring more people into the sport and, um, you know, anybody that I talked to about it at first, I was kind of shy talking about, you know, Oh, I, I've got to leave work early. I got to go set up for my shooting match. Um, and I kind of was not sure how people would react, but everybody has just like, Oh, you do that competitively. What's that like? I'm like, come on out. Like, <laughs> well, come try it. We got plenty of toys for you to play with. Um, cause I think it's just a really cool community of people. And I would, I feel like I've been welcomed into it with open arms and I would like to, you know, help other people feel the same way. You know, speaking of that also, 
with Beverly, when she first got into it, she was very shy. She would just do it just to do it. And then after she realized like nobody was laughing at her, picking at her or anything, she like blossomed. And then she was like, Oh, I got this. Don't worry about it. And then next thing you know, you see her taking off and then people turn around. And oh, like, she oh, was yeah. awesome. She was in charge last match when she was ROing. Tell me about it. I was like, you go girl. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. You know, so um, like I said, it's there and I'm surprised that all the people she know, it didn't capture for people to turn around to say, oh, I want to come out and do it with you, right? Through conversation, you know, she told me like a lot of people said, hey, you do that. I want to do this, you know, like far as just going out shooting or whatever. But, yeah, you know, how some people just talk it, you know, for the most part. That you is know. true. Yep. So when did you realize shooting was fun? This is a two-part question. So the first part is when did you realize shooting was fun? Um, so we, my boyfriend has lots of, lots of different toys outside of USPSA. Um, he's done some custom, you know, he's got an SBR that he built and he's got, um, you know, shotguns and stuff from his the family, you know, heirloom type stuff. And so he's always been interested in it. And we went, one of our first dates, actually, we went to the shooting range and I was kind of like, well, this is weird. Um, <laughs> mostly because that was not something that I had ever done. And I had a blast. I had so much fun because I hadn't, nobody really had shown it to me before. You know, it wasn't something that I grew up around. It wasn't something I had friends that did. Um, and so I really enjoyed that. And then a friend of his, a coworker has some land and we went out and shot um he's got a like a clay thrower and we shot shotgun and I started like actually hitting things besides you know just paper targets at a at an indoor range I was like oh this is really like this is fun look at me go I'm, I'm shooting clay stuff uh and then from there we just you know he got into the USPSA and I started that and really I, I mean it was fun from that first match the first class I was shaking I ended up having to go first on the first stage I was like, oh my gosh, everybody's going to see that. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I was shaking like a leaf when I, you know, hammered down a holster and I could hardly get the gun into the holster. I was shaking so much, but it was adrenaline. Like it wasn't fear. It was just like, holy crap. That was the coolest thing. Right. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, I was hooked. I really well, was. I was hooked. Okay. So now that you shoot pretty much every month, you know, USPSA, PCC, when did you realize shooting was hard? I would say probably not for a couple matches. The first few matches that I shot, I was really, my goal was just don't get DQ'd. Don't do something dumb. Don't get mm -hmm. DQ'd. Right. And um, then as I started to see you know, my scores, my hit factor, like fractional increases, you know, I went from like, Ooh, I, I wasn't a zero on that. Um, to when I started seeing that improvement and I started thinking about, well, I could have done that better. What could I have done better there? And I think part of that is just my innate competitiveness. But once I started to think through, Hey, I didn't do great on that classifier because I wasn't good at reloading. I can practice that. And then I started practicing things and then I realized, oh my gosh, this, to do this and do it well and do it right and do it fast, you know, 
that's a lot. There's a lot of moving pieces and a lot of things to think about. And that really kind of hit home where, yeah, I've made improvement, but there are people out there that are crazy good. Yes. And the amount of work that goes into that, I mean, if I can even come a fraction as close as, you know, it would be amazing, but it is a lot of you. I mean, you got to practice, you got to put the the time in. So. Oh yeah. Okay. So here's the last question. How are you going to reach your goals for shooting in the sport of competition, regardless if it's, well, let me, let me rephrase that. How are you going to reach your goals within the sport of USPSA, regardless if it's shooting, officiating, or being some form of an official? I think as far as officiating, you know, and that kind of, um, that avenue of my goals, really just getting out of my comfort zone. We, I signed up to help to RO to work the South Carolina section, the state match, Mm -hmm. which terrifies me um, because that's like, that'll be the biggest match that I've ever been to. um, Having only shot, you know, level one matches to this up to this point, but without pushing myself outside of my comfort zone, I don't feel like I'm going to see that growth. And the same thing with, you know, with my shooting, I've started to video some of my, my stages when I remember to turn my GoPro on and, you know, like actually I always forget every time I finish the stage and I'm like, gosh, darn it. I didn't turn the stupid camera on. Um, but actually going back and looking at that and seeing not just what I remember happening, but seeing uh, what happened from a, you know, from a slightly different perspective, but mm-hmm. that has helped me kind of come up with what do I, what can I work on? What can I improve? How do I move forward? So. Okay. So now, um, do you have any plans of being like, um, um, uh, match director, a CRO, or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, I think that next year when it comes time, once I've been in RO for a year, I think I would, I would like to take this CRO class. Um, Mm. I don't know entirely what that entails. Um, But I think continuing to grow, even if I don't end up CROing, but growing my knowledge in the sport is only going to make me a stronger competitor period. So. Hey. That's it right there. I understand. (laughs) All right. So once again, I want to thank Brittany for coming on to the M-W Tactical Podcast, who shoots PCC, lives in Columbia, South Carolina. And I will say within the next two years, maybe next summer, you might be a dominating force giving all PCC contenders a run for their money. Well, thank you. Thank you for having (laughs) me. And I hope, I hope I give people a run for their money. We'll see. That's it. All right. Thanks again, Brittany. Thanks. The gun cleaners. Our solvent is, I think, second to none. Our lube is second to none. Their lube's heavier than water, which is just a huge thing. People don't really put a lot of thought into that, just how huge that is to have on your gun, especially if you can still carry. The gun cleaners. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, you're going to sweat a lot of the other lubes off. With ours, it'll stay there. The gun cleaners and maintaining the quality of the process, the quality of the end result, 
is another, and you guys are able to do both with the process that you have there. Order your supply of the lube and the solvent at www.theguncleaners.com. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with us on the M-W Tactical Podcast. Remember, a new podcast comes out every Tuesday. If you cannot wait for Tuesday, go and listen to past episodes to catch up on what you missed. Make sure you visit www.m-wtactical.com and see what all is offered on the site where you can't even purchase M-W Tactical Apparel. But please go to our Facebook and Instagram page and follow us on our journey in the sport of competition shooting and the realm of the 2A community. Until next week, keep shooting, keep practicing, and have fun.